Welcome to Victory Salang Podcast. Thank you for being here today. At Victory, we honor God and make disciples. We hope that you will enjoy, be inspired, and learn for today's message. Magandang araw sa ating lahat, ha? It's another Sunday, it's another reason for rejoicing kasi magkasama na naman tayo sa pagsamba sa ating Diyos. Doon sa mga hindi nakakaalam pa, in case first-timer kang umatin ulit, the past two weeks, nagsimula na tayo ng series natin tinatawag na Nearness. Ang tanong nga ulit eh, why do we have hope and confidence amidst our circumstances? Because God is near and His Word never fails. Oh, two Sundays nang nakaraan. Ano mga natutunan natin? Unang-una, may comfort tayo. Bakit? Because His Word stands forever. Oh, then the other Sunday, ano natutunan natin? We have courage. Bakit? Because God is faithful to His covenant. Now, ngayon naman, more than the comfort and courage we find in Him, syempre, ina-admonish naman ngayon ni God sa atin na, hey, lumapit ka sa akin. That is why ang topic natin sa Sunday na ito is Inasmuch as God is a covenant-keeping God Siya yung nagra-reign, hindi nagbabago ang salita niya At hindi rin naman siya umaalis sa pwesto niya Ang sinasabi talaga niya, o oh, sige, comforted ka Courageous ka, pero Can you please come near to me? So that is what we will focus on today uh, If you can join me Basahin natin ang Bible sa nakasulat sa Isaiah chapter 48 verses 12 to 16. Now, I am initially using the New Living Translation version. Ang sabi, Listen to me, O family of Jacob, Israel, my chosen one. I alone am God, the first and the last. It was my hand that laid the foundations of the earth, my right hand, that spread out the heavens above. When I call out the stars, they all appear in order. Have any of your idols ever told you this? Come, all of you, and listen. The Lord has chosen Cyrus as his ally. He will use him to put an end to the empire of Babylon and to destroy the Babylonian armies. I have said it. I am calling Cyrus. I will send him on this errand and will help him succeed. Come closer and listen to this. From the beginning, I have told you plainly what would happen. And now the Sovereign Lord and His Spirit have sent me with this message. Siyempre, gusto ko talaga yung version ng ESV. Ang sabi dun kasi ganito, Draw near to me, hear this. Can we pray? Lord Jesus, Help us in our weakness to find courage to draw near to you and to listen because of what Jesus has already done on the cross for us. Holy Spirit, lead us into truth that we may honor Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Now, our passage for today starts off with O family of Jacob. Mukhang inosente lang, di ba? O family of Jacob. But if we try to understand its implication, parang ganito lang ang sinabi ni God. 
anak ka ng tatay mo. Narinig niyo na bang sinabi ito sa bahay ninyo? Narinig niyo na ba? Baka naman ikaw mismo ang nagsasabi nito. O misis, ha? madalas talaga ito sabihin, anak ka ng tatay mo. Mga nanay dyan, aminin. Oh. Now regardless, hindi naman mahalaga kung sino nagsabi niyan o kung saan kanino mo narinig yan. Pero ang sumatotalis, every time marinig mo yung katagang anak ka ng tatay mo, dalawa eh, madalas ganito eh yung nagagalit yung nanay sa anak sinasabi niya, anak ka ng tatay mo oh, di ba? o kaya minsan parang bukang bibig lang anak ka ng tatay mo pero hindi naman galit pero whether galit o hindi galit ano napansin natin sa pagkakapareho ng pagsampit ng yon may ginawang mali ang bata nakuha nyo? so, may variation pa talaga yan, minsan pagpangit ang ugali ng anak ano sinasabi? lahi yan ng tatay niya. Oh, grabe talaga mga misis. Wala nang palusot si tatay. But, I am just telling you this kasi sa passage natin ito, ganyan nga kasi simula ni God eh. Oh, family of Jacob. And then, may dagdag pa talaga yan. Pag may pangit na ugali ang anak, ano sinasabi ni nanay? Ah, lahi yan ng asawa ko. Lahi yan ng tatay niya. Grabe talaga, di ba? Now, let me tell you up front that in this particular chapter, the name Jacob has been mentioned three times. Now, please remember that at this time, Jacob's name has already been changed to Israel. And yet, now God chose to use the old name Jacob. Bakit? Akala ko ba bago na pangalan niya? Ito sabi ng mga scholars. Sabi ng mga scholars, whenever God uses Jacob to call his attention, ay parang in a way God is saying ayan nakikita ko na naman yung old nature mo oh, whenever God uses the name Israel to call his attention uh, parang sinasabi ni God sa kanya ayan ha ang kausap ko yung bagong tao na ha? okay now note that the name Jacob essentially means deceiver cheater so pag sinabing angkan ka ni Jacob parang sinabi na rin na deceiver ka and cheater ka o, meron pa bang ibig sabihin pag sinabing angkan ka ni Jacob? O, meron pa! O, basahin natin ang sabi sa binasa natin kaninang verse, ha? Ang sabi dun is, Hear this, O house of Jacob, who are called by the name of Israel and who came from the waters of Judah, who swear by the name of the Lord and confess the God of Israel, but not in truth or right. Aha! Bistato si Jacob dito! So, what is this house of Jacob all about? Yo! Pag sinabi pa lang ni God, ikaw, house of Jacob, they swear by the name of the Lord, they confess the God of Israel, but not in truth or right. Sila pala yung kristyano kuno, pero sa totoong buhay, hindi. Oh, sila yung nangangakong cross my heart to God, I swear, pero hindi tinutupad. Sila pala yung nagsasabing naniniwala sila kay God, pero sa kilos, hindi. Puro sila kasinungalingan at kabaluktutan ngayon may kilala ka bang ganyan? nasa salita at isip kristyano pero sa gawa, hindi parang tayo lang, di ba? in fact parang ikaw lang, di ba? if it sounds like you then today's message is for you draw near to God and listen 
But you say, sasabihin niyo, Kuya Ding, draw near, listen. Matapos mo sabihin, ang kanakong niya hakob na may sinful nature ako, Kuya Ding, kidi naman. Nakakaya kayang lumapit, Kuya. No way. I still say, listen. You see, it was on purpose that I removed some part of the earlier verse we read. Sinadya ako talaga. Pero buo naman yung verse, pero may tinanggal ako. Bakit? Kasi gusto ko lang muna ipahiwatig sa inyo na, Bro, mayroon talaga tayong lahing hakob sa atin. But the complete verse actually reads like this. O family of Jacob, Israel, my chosen one. Grabe, whereas God called Jacob by his old name to remind him of who he was, God was also quick to call him Israel in the same breath, his chosen one. Yes, whereas God disapproved the sinfulness of the family of Jacob, he also remains faithful to his love for them by quickly reminding them of their status as the chosen nation. Iba rin si God, ha? yung tipong konting kurot, pero alam mong nire-reinforce agad niya na kurot yan dahil minamahal kita. Ha? Parang sinasabi sa'yo na, oh, eto ka, pero may bago kang pagkatao na hinuhulman natin. Parang ganito sinasabi, ang makan ng tatay mo! Kung hindi lang kitang mahal, oh, naririnig ko yan sa nanay ko. Naririnig ko rin yan sa nanay niya, di ba? Yung sasabihin niya, anak ka ng tatay mo! Kung hindi lang kitang mahal, oh, grabe talaga. Parang ganun lang ang sinabi ni God. Ano? Oh, family of Jacob! Israel, my chosen one. This is how God is to His own children. He chastises them when they are wrong. And yet with this chastisement comes His reassurance of His love forgiveness and acceptance. Do you understand this? Kapag mahal, pinapalo. Ang hindi pinapalo, hindi mahal. Kapag mahal, itinutuwid ang kabaluktutan. Ang hindi itinutuwid, hindi mahal. Kapag mahal, pinapaalalahanan. Ang hindi pinapaalalahanan, hindi mahal. So if I may paraphrase today's verse for you and say, Anak ka ng tatay mong si Jacob. Huwag kang magalit. Instead, admit that you are a sinner. Or admit that you remain sinful while you remain in the flesh. Just admit it whenever you know that you have committed sin. Halimbawa ngayon, nakikinig ka sa akin. May bumabagabag sa'yo kasi alam mo may ginawa ka na naman pagkakamali. Makinig. Admit mo lang na hindi ka pa perfect. That is why this message is for you. Draw near to God. Listen. Because admission of sin can lead to an apology or repentance that will eventually release God's loving forgiveness. Admit, admit lang tayo. Aminin ko, mahirap pumingi ng tawad sa taong alam mong hindi ka mahal. But our God is different. Oh, grabe, yung mga magaling mag-English yan. But our God is differentiation. He may call out your sin, but He does not disown you. He may chastise you for your sin, but He does not abandon you. In fact, whenever He corrects you, He also says, 
Draw near to me. Lumapit ka at makinig. Okay si God, di ba? Parang tatay lang talaga. Kukurikin ka, pero sasabihin, alika na, klapit ka. O oh, grabe talaga. Yes, God wants you to draw near to Him. Not just to draw near, ha? But also to hear and to listen. The good news is this. There was a time we can only draw near to God by going to His temple. But you ask, how can I do that now, Kuya? Ding, i-pandemic nga. Hirap kaya magsimba. Kung, kung pwede man magsimba, Kuya, ding, limitado naman yung pwede magsimba. Now, God be praised. Jesus changed that altogether. Jesus said, we can now draw near to God in spirit, in worship, and in prayer. For He no longer dwells in man-made temples, but in the hearts of men. Do you know why Satan is very happy with this pandemic? Because people are forced to isolation. Tuwan-tuwa si Taning ngayon. Kasi sabi niya, ah, mga tao nga hindi makapagsimpa. Hindi makapag-encourage one another. Yan ang akala niya. Hindi na raw pwede near-near. Dapat social distancing. But Satan is wrong. People may be physically restrained from going to church, but God is a game changer. God still made possible the church going to the people instead. Hindi ka makapunta sa church. Eh di ang church ang pupunta sa'yo. Ano ba itong ginagawa natin ngayon? Di ba nasa bahay ka lang? Oh, am I not the church now representing Victory Silang? But I am here before you. Why a Zoom na lang? Di ba? So hindi ka pwede magsimba? Eh di ang simbahan ang pupunta sa'yo. I know I am not alone in missing the fellowship of those we love. There is just something about physical nearness that provides joy and comfort beyond words. No? Iba yun eh. Iba yung alam mo si God malapit sa'yo. Iba rin yung alam mo mga minamahal mo malapit sa'yo. However, this physical longing is the reflection of the physical Jacob in us. We want to see and be seen. We want to hear and be heard. We want to touch and be touched. We want to feel and be felt. Wala naman necessarily mali sa mga yan. Kaya lang yan yung uh, human nature natin. But let us live up to the spiritual Israel in us. Meron din tayong spiritual components sa buhay natin. Ano yun? We will walk by faith, not by sight. We will keep preaching the gospel for we know faith cometh by hearing. Pag di tayo nagsalita, wala na makakarinig. Pag wala na makakarinig, ay paano nila ma-appropriate ma ang faith sa buhay nila? We will touch people's lives even if it means pouring out more of ourselves. We will embrace discipleship even if it means discomfort to us. More importantly, the Jacob in us may not be able to physically draw near to God, but let the spiritual Israel in us draw near to Him in spirit and in truth. Whether through YouTube, Facebook, or Zoom. Kaya lang, we have to be careful in drawing near to Him. Ha? Kasi sabi sa Ecclesiastes 5 verse 1, ganito. Guard your steps when you go to the house of God. To draw near to listen is better than to offer the sacrifice of fools. For they do not know that they are doing evil. You see, drawing near to God and failing to listen makes His nearness of no value to us. Ulitin ko. Oh, lumalapit ka nga sa kanya. Pero di ka naman nakikinig. Walang silbi. The Bible says, When we do not listen, we are like fools 
who draw near to him making sacrifices oh may sacrifice sacrifice pa talaga and yet continue to do evil when drawing near to God he is not as much interested in what we have to say but in what he has to tell us that is why the admonition to us is to draw near to him and ikaw magsasalita hindi we are to draw near to him and listen bigyan kita isang illustration ha si Apostol Pedro kilala natin di ba amongst the 12 apostles siya yung madaldal eh basahin ko sa inyo yung nangyari sa Matthew 17.5 ang sabi he was still speaking when behold a bright cloud overshadowed them and a voice from the cloud say, said this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased listen to him alam nyo nangyayari dyan grabe ito yung na nasa, nasa ma, bundok si Jesus Christ while he was praying nagbago ang anyo niya no? lumiwanag yung mukha niya ang damit niya naging maputing maputi he was glowing and then may dalawang lumabas si Moses and si Elijah manghang mga yung mga disciple tutulog-tulog sila nagising sila nakita nila and then si Peter uh, hindi na niya alam mo sasabihin niya biglang sinabi niya ah, ah, mag, 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 magtayo kami dito ng tent and then marami pa siyang gusto sabihin and then sabi sa Bible he was still speaking sino yung he was still speaking? si Peter pero ano nangyari? Behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them and a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him! Oh, grabe talaga si God na no, ha? Daldal ka ng daldal. Hindi, there are really times in our lives that we just have to listen. Huwag ka masyadong tulad ni Pedro. Hindi alam ko anong gagawin. Natatakot na. Kung ano-ano nalang sila sa... Hindi, when you draw near to God, listen. Sometimes that is what is required of us daldal ka ng daldal, para gawin ni God sa'yo yun. Para kasi Peter, ang dami sinasabi, habang nagsasabi ka, sasabihin siya, listen! Oh, gusto mo ba yun? But this is just to make you understand that when we draw near to Him, part of our intent, huwag, ka, huwag mo sabihin siya, pagpunta ako church, mag-sacrifice, pero, hindi, hindi. When you go to church, when you draw near to Him, you listen. Why is it important for us to listen? We listen to God so we can be reminded that He remains in control. In the very same passage when He said, Draw near to me and listen, He was also very quick to say that He alone is God. He created the heavens and earth. He will deliver them from Babylon. He is sovereign. He is in control. Another reason why we listen to God is We listen to God so we can be refreshed of His love for us. Di ba? Gustong-gusto natin yun. Sweetheart, ba't di mo na ako sinasabihan love mo ako? And that's what we do when we draw near to Him. It allows God to refresh us with the assurance of His love for us. When He said, draw near to me and listen, in the same passage, mababasa mo dun, He said He loves us. Well, third reason why we, we need to listen We listen to God so we can once more feel His nearness, His presence. Iba yun eh, di ba? Alam niyo kasi sa mundong ito, ano nangyayari sa atin? We have allowed too many voices to speak to us that we can no longer hear God's voice. We have allowed too many distractions that we are slowly being pulled away from His presence. So sa sobrang dami kang pinapakinggan, ang daming boses dyan, di mo na narinig yung boses ni God. Ano pa? Sa sobrang dami ng pwedeng gawin, mga distractions, yung dating gustong-gustong gamin, na nagbabasa ka ng Bible, ha? 
Pupunta ko sa church, eh, hindi mo na ginagawa, napapalayo ka na sa Diyos. So what is the value of drawing near to Him and listening? Grabe talaga, mararamdaman mo ulit yung ang lapit ni God sa akin. And then dahil bumalik ka sa Kanya, maririnig mo na ulit ang boses niya. That is why God wants us to draw near to Him and listen. So we can once more listen to His voice and feel His presence. Meron nga akong picture eh. Papakita ko sa inyo shortly ah. Kung anong damdamin ng isang tao pag alam niyang kasama niya si God. Grabe, di ba? This is why we are once more reminded to draw near to Him so we can listen. You know what? I actually grew up watching the nearness of God to both my mother and my grandmother sa side din ng mother ko. Alam nyo, every time they prayed, para silang bumubulong. Kahit anong gawin namin, hindi talaga namin maintindihan sinasabi nila. Kaya nahihirapan kami magsabi ng Amen, Lord, Amen. Hindi namin magawa eh, kasi para silang nagbubulong. But I'll tell you one thing. Para nagbubulong ha, but God is so great in their lives na kapati kaming mga apo, anak, na bless ang buhay namin because I had a grandmother who was very prayerful and near to God and I had a, grand, a mother who was very near to God in fact yung bulong-bulong na yan oh, may isi-share ako kasi nabasa ko to sa Facebook gusto ko talagang ulitin ah. uh, ano nga ba yung nakita ko sa Facebook ganito daw why do quarreling couples shout to each other bakit nagsisigawan eh samantala makasama naman sa bahay oh, because their hearts have drifted so far from each other they need to shout to be heard. Brabe talaga. And then, so why do lovers whisper to each other? Because their hearts are so near each other, they need not shout to be heard. Oh, kaya ako nakwento yun sa grandmother ko and mother ko. When they prayed, they were but whispering. And yet I know that the whisper is, a, is an evidence of how close God was to them. They did not shout. O siguro tayo, tingnan din natin sarili natin. Ha? Ikaw ba, pag nagpa-pray, pasigaw-sigaw ka pa? Huwag na. If it's your personal devotion, is God so far you need to raise your voice? Sa church, sa public, siguro we need to pray louder so that other people can say Amen. But, come on. If your hearts are so near to God, believe me, sa Bible, minsan nga, hindi mo pa sinasabi, alam, alam na ni God na. Now, reality check, ha? So, how is your communication or talk with God lately? Is your heart near to God's heart? Do you still find yourself whispering? Or shouting because He seems so far? In the Old Testament, God has already been asking us to draw near to Him and listen. Then God repeats the same admonition to us in the New Testament. Ang sabi niya sa Hebrews ganito, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Yes, we are admonished to draw near to Him so we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. To paraphrase, we are admonished to draw near to Him so we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in this time of the COVID pandemic. We draw near to Him 
Kung meron kayong mga kamag-anak na namang problema sa pandemic na ito, ang ituturo niyo solution is let them draw near to Him. Bakit? Anong resulta ng drawing near to God? Lalo na kapag nakikinig. Hallelujah. You will find grace and mercy in time of in time of need. But this verse applies only to those who have Jesus as the high priest in their lives. Kung nakikinig ka ngayon, pero si Jesus, high priest ba siya ng buhay mo? If you're not sure of this, then you better listen. And I'm going to tell you how exactly to have Jesus to be your high priest. Simple. Ang sabi sa Bible, ganito. Umamin ka muna na makasalanan ka. Kasi yan ang sabi sa Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Now, kung aamin ka makasalanan ka, very good. Pero kung ayaw mong umamin na makasalanan ka, eh, huwag ka lang mag makinigan, huwag ka lang magkunwari. Whatever it is I have to say means nothing to you. Now, so okay? So the Bible says everybody is sinful. So I am sinful, you are sinful. What else does the Bible say? Second, ang sabi sa Bible sa Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Ano daw ang kabayaran ng pagiging makasalanan natin? Bro! Derechahan na to impyerno ang punta natin kapag tayo ay namatay. Kapag ikaw ay hindi humingi ng tawad at ikaw ay makasalanan, ang bayad diyan bro kamatayan. Pag sinabi mo, eh lahat naman namamatay, lahat namamatay physically, but some of us will die twice. Ang kaluluwa mo mamamatay din papunta sa impyerno. Oh. But the good news is, ano? Oh bro, nakasulat sa John 3:16. Ang sabi doon ganito, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life or eternal life. Bro, nagbigay ng kaparaanan si God para makaiwas tayo sa ating eternal damnation going to hell. Instead of us dying for our sins, sino namatay para sa kasalanan natin? Si Jesus talaga, bro. Jesus became the embodiment of the mercy and grace we badly need for our salvation. But just knowing and talking about who, what Jesus lived for and died for, walang, halimbawa tayo sa Pilipinas, pag tinanong ko sa'yo, kilala mo si Jesus? Makakwentuhan mo pa ako, sasabihin mo pa sa'kin, kilala ko yan, alam ko ginawa niyan, alam ko sinabi niyan. Bro, knowing what he did, knowing what he said, will do us nothing. We have to believe in what Jesus said, lived and died for, and in what he promised. Issue muna natin tong bilib-bilib. Sige, these are the things you should at least believe about Jesus. Una-una, Jesus is God who became man. Do you believe it? Jesus lived a sinless life. That's worthy to become our sacrifice. Do you believe it? Jesus suffered and died for our sins on our behalf. Do you believe it? Jesus resurrected from the dead, proving He is God. Do you believe it? Jesus is coming again. Do you believe it? If you believe in all this, very good. But James 2.19 says, You believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. So, ibig sabihin, panaysabi mo sa akin, believe, oo, oh, oo. Oh. O oh, ngayon, sabihin ko sa iyo, ang demonyo rin, nag-believe din. Saan ang pagkakaiba ng believe mo sa believe ng demonyo? Sabi sa John 1.12 ganito, But to all who believed Him and accepted Him, He gave the right to become children of God. Believing is okay, but we have to believe and accept Him into our lives so we get the right to become children of God. 
The demons believe in God but would not accept His Lordship over them. Diba? Naniniwala sila, galing kaya sila langit. But sa langit, ayaw nila na si God ang Lord sa buhay nila. Gusto nila, ako, ako, ako. Kaya nga sila tinakwil sa langit eh. Oh, kaya lang, liwanagin natin. Naintindihan natin ibig sabihin ng believe. It's a mental ascent of what was said, what was taught, and what was promised. Ano naman yung sabihin ng accept kuya? Ano ba yung believe and receive, accept? Iliwanag ko lang with an illustration kung anong kahalaga niyang accept or receive na yan. Ha? You know, way back 1985, I met Bachi September. She became my girlfriend October. And then by December, we got married. She became my wife. Pero ang tanong is, when we were being uh, married, ang tanong sa amin ng pastor is, Ding, tinatanong mo ba si Bachi na maging kabiyak mo? Oh, grabe, I really had to answer, I do. Ha? English naman ang sagot ko. Pero wala ba kayo napansin? When I said I do, it changed everything. Bakit? Because it's not mere lip service, but a commitment to love and be loved for better or for worse, in sickness and in health, till death to us part. Nagbago buhay ko. Ang pera ko, hindi ko nahawak sarili ko. Ang oras, hindi ko nahawak sarili ko. That is what accepting and receiving Christ means. Kaya nung sinabi dun, but to all who believed and received, yun ang ibig sabihin. Akala kasi nung iba is, believe-believe, hindi. You have to receive Him. And receiving Him means you are making the same commitment nung tinanggap mo ang kabiyak mo na maging asawa mo. Meron na siyang say sa buhay mo. For those who want Jesus to be your high priest, I now ask you to pray with me in faith. Sa kasal, di ba sabi ko, sasagot ka eh. Sasabi mo, I do. Sa Bible, ang turo ganun din. You believe in your heart, but you have to confess with your mouth. So, paano yung confession with your mouth? That is prayer. So, there is this prayer. Basahin ko muna sa inyo. If this tells you you want to pray this prayer, then you pray with me. But this is what the prayer is. Suggested prayer lang ito. Walang magic ito. Only when you believe it, will something happen. Ang sabi ng prayer is ganito. Lord Jesus, I need you. I admit I am a sinner. But I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I accept you into my life as Savior and Lord. Make me the kind of person you want me to be. Amen. Parang sa kasal, simple lang, I do. Ngayon naman, prayer, simple lang. But if you mean it, you believe in your heart about the things I said about Jesus, and now you're willing to confess with your mouth, ang sabi sa Bible, to all who believe and receive. To all who believe in the heart and confess with their mouth, you are given the right to become children of God. For those who want to accept Jesus to be their high priest, pray with me wherever you are. Lord Jesus, I need you. I admit I am a sinner, but I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I accept you into my life as Savior and Lord. Make me the kind of person you want me to be. Amen. If you prayed this prayer with a sincere heart in faith, you have just been given the right to become a child of God. If you prayed this prayer with a sincere heart in faith, you have just made Jesus your high priest. If you prayed this prayer with a sincere heart in faith, you have just become a spiritual member of the family of Israel whom God has chosen. The Bible says, Draw near to Him, and He will draw near to you.
See you again. Thank you for joining us. You may visit our Facebook and Instagram at Victory Silang for more updates from us. If you have any prayer requests, don't hesitate to message us. If you also want to be connected with us, you can check out heylink.me slash victorysilang. See you again next week.